Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. We're actually in very good progress with CAP, which is an organization in the UK about starting CAP Island. It's going slowly because it's such a complex thing, but um, we're in good place. We have a steering group from multiple churches together. We'd be one church partnering, and uh, it's going really positively, and they're really keen for us to, to launch CAP here and provide debt counseling to those obviously in debt here in Ireland, but with that Christian distinctive of wanting people to come to Christ and know the support of the church family as they recover from debt. And then investing and training in people. Um, we get multiple congregations, God willing, in the coming years. So if we do a morning congregation, that's the idea, is that we're the first of a number, God willing, in the coming years. All right, look at that. The uh, two other updates uh, for you. Uh, one is that we, we've used this language before, that as we think about what it is to reach Dublin, we need to realize it's a tale of two cities, the longer-term residents and the shorter-term residents. Longer-term residents can mean anything really over five or ten years. People that are, are more invested in Dublin for a, a season, as well as those that are here forever. Um, and shorter-term residents are those that are here for one, two, three years. Uh, typically, we've been very good reaching the younger more transient group of people in, in Dublin, and God's used us and, and, and blessed us in that way. And so over the next season of church life, the next five or ten years, uh, we're praying that God would help us to get better at reaching the longer-term residents, those that are here for five, ten plus years. Um, and uh, that's why the morning congregation is, is a potential uh, thought for us. Uh, and then a personal update, I had asked HubSpot, the company I work for, if I could go two and a half days a week. I currently work four days. And unfortunately, they said no, that they wanted to. So that's left Leanne and I just considering what we do next. But they want to be flexible. They want to enable me to almost work two and a half days a week. But in terms of contractually, I'll be doing it. I'm still on a four-day week. So uh, we're just working out if that's sustainable and whether it's right to move on or not. But that's a bit of a shame, a bit disappointed, a bit deflated on a personal level, but, but also quite at peace that the Lord knows what he's doing. And uh, HubSpot's been very, very flexible within what I, what I do. So keep praying for us and as we consider that. Uh, and if we did a morning congregation, that would be a lot more work, you see. So that might be a, a reason to move on from HubSpot then. So just an update on the finance team. This is our finance team for 2021. We had Greg and Ola, who's not called Ola, Naditono, Kadala. It's Vanessa Kadala. Uh, Kelada, excuse me. Um, so there's our wonderful finance team from last year. And going into 2022, this will be our finance team. Uh, Greg will be handing over, and he'll say more in a moment. Vaughan will be taking over. Here, I'm Vaughan. Vanessa will stay on. Ola will stay on. Will will join the finance team. And Justin will rejoin the finance team. He actually started organizing our finances many, uh, many years ago. So that's going to be a slightly bigger team with more structure, a bit more checks and balances as we grow our finances, and God willing, as we grow the church. Um, similarly, trustees is very linked. We have trustees, and uh, they take care of all the legal side and governance side of church life. And this was our trustees for 2021, Tim, Chloe, Greg, and Margaret. Again, there'll be a slight change there. Greg, who's led that team and set it up, uh, is going to again step away after a good season of serving on it. And uh, Margaret's going to take that on, and Maria is uh, going to join. So really grateful for all those who have served, and particularly for Greg who has uh, 
done nearly four years on the finance, leading the finance team and um, two and a half years uh, doing, the, uh, doing the trustee team. So that's just an update there. Uh, so a big thank you to Greg. Uh, and uh, as you come up, Greg, we have a nice little gift for you here. So yeah, Greg set up the uh, trustees team two and a half years ago and has served amazingly well. Uh, and I've now disconnected the computer. But just a big thank you, brother, for all your hard work and all you've done. Good man. Uh, so over to you, Greg. Okay, cool. Great to see everyone. Um, first of all, just uh, as we said, we've got a few changes in the team. And I always remember Steve saying is, when you leave, make sure that there's someone better at you to do the job. So we're delighted we found two people better than me in, in Vaughan and Margaret taking over the team. So the church's in really good hands. I'm really excited for that uh, going forward. So that's, that's really great news. Okay, so we're going to come on to some numbers, obviously a passion of mine, um, and you can see on the screen behind us as well. So what I'm going to do is give an overview of 2021 in just a few slides, okay, and you've probably got a lot of them on your handout, just to explain kind of quite high level how we got on as a, a church in terms of income and expenditure. There'll be an opportunity to ask some questions, um, and then I'll talk about the budget that we have in place for 2022, okay? So just a few slides. I guess it's fairly top line. Um, I'll weave a round a bit so people in this segment can still see behind me um, on, on the screen. Um, but yeah, there'll be opportunity after the 2021 section to ask questions and again after the 2022. So please um, ask your questions then, that'll be great. So behind us, you can see the income and expenditure. I mean, the good news is the income was ahead of the expenditure for 2021, which is always a good place to start. You can see around 172K there in the income, 130K in the expenditure, bless you. Um, and so that's a 42k surplus, um, which is really good. A few things to note. If you look at June, you can see we had 47k, which um, the church is generous, but they weren't that generous in, in June. So we actually got loads of gift aid from the government, which is fantastic for all the giving. So that's a, it's a real bonus on top of all the giving um, that's given by all the members. Um, and then in terms of expenditure, you can see uh, a lot of the giving that we give to support people and organizations go out, goes out in December. So they're kind of two numbers that stick out. But all in all, uh, in, in a good place really when we look at it from top line, and you can see the regular giving was up 1.7% in 2021. So it did increase. Uh, it didn't increase as much as we'd hoped for at the start of the year, but obviously a bit of a funny year. We weren't here in person as much. So I think that did make an impact in terms of people starting and giving. Okay, so the next slide there, Steve, thank you, is just a, um, a visual aid of where some of the, the things and, that we give to. I'm not sure which of the staff members it is in the picture, but um, you can work that out yourself. And just a few of the other areas, but we'll go through that in a bit of detail. But again, some people like numbers. There's people out there that don't like numbers. I don't know who they are. So there's a, pic there's a picture for you guys. <laughs> okay, the next one. Thank you. And a pie chart. There we go. Um, so this is so you can see a lot of the expenditure is on staffing. Okay, so staffing. It, the more we spend on staffing, the more we can invest in other people. We can do more things as a church. So I know sometimes you look at that and go, "Whoa, we give a lot on staffing rather than just giving it away or whatever." But actually, that means we can invest in so many other areas in the city and beyond. So that is our approach. Um, in 2021, we had quite a change. So Steve had been working for the church and we hadn't been paying him for years, which was a, a massive blessing for us, but 
we start to, to pay him the last year and he went to one day a week, which is fantastic. And, you know, as we all know, and Leanne as well, you know, they both do so much for the church. So we, we now pay Steve for one day, but if you add the collective hours up, um, we, we would owe them a lot of money, let's say that. So uh, we at least can pay him and bless him for, for one day a week, which is a start. Um, so it's great to have him on board in 2021. If you look at the other numbers there as well, we always aim to give away at least 10% of our income. So you can see there, um, there's a large giving bit in, in, in the kind of light blue area of the pie chart. Um, rent, we actually got a bit of rent back, or we didn't pay as much because we didn't use this building for many months. So with COVID being online, we kind of used storage, but we didn't meet here in person. So uh, it was great. The school were generous there and meant we didn't have to, to pay the, the full amount across the year. So that saved us some expenditure. And you can imagine things like refreshments um, and other things. Obviously, we didn't have that cost online. So our expenditure was quite a lot lower than expected, um, which is good news. Okay, so you've gone to the next one there, Steve. The giving. So Steve's going to go through this. Yeah. He's going to pick a few, I think. Great, thanks. Yeah, so when we think about who we give to, we always think of three different things. We think, do we have a relationship with these people or organization? Are they doing something uh, for the good of the gospel in terms of evangelism in the city or in Ireland or, or abroad? Uh, or are they doing something for the social good to, to care for those who are who are the poor. So we think of those three different ways of determining where we give our finances to. And we gave to 24 different organizations or people. And uh, we were able to give, as Greg said, 14% away, which I think off the top of my head was about 20,000. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, so we gave to the Christian unions. We gave to uh, Christian, we, the Christ City Church one is a care fund that we give when we find there's needs in the church so that people, um, people in need. Vinjeru is the school we partner with in Zambia. Um, Vox magazine, Assets, which we gave away with our city groups, and we raise money for those that are um, sort of affected by the AIDS epidemic from, from previous uh, generations. We've got uh, different people we support. So there's a guy called Cameron who's starting a ministry to those in the uh, city centre of Dublin, and he's a good friend. Uh, Gwen and Monty, Gwen, uh, Monty's on our advisory team and they work with the students in Europe. Um, Irish, Irish Bible Institute who are training local people to be, for church ministry, the Evangelical Alliance Island. Uh, we gave some to the school uh, here. Um, we gave to Liberty Church, a local church we've got good connections with. They do a big giveaway every Christmas and they need 10,000 to be able to give away thousands of hampers, so we gave to that. Uh, the Dublin Collective is something I'm involved in to help uh, plant more churches in the city of Dublin. It's a collaborative effort, and we've given to that. Uh, Evenus, which is um, uh, supporting uh, uh, women that have been abused, uh, and we've, we've got a, a lady in our church who works for them, and uh, we've got some connection there, so we gave to them. Uh, Christians Against Poverty, which we are looking to partner with. Noel and Sharon, he's on our advisory team, and uh, they're great people. Redeemer Church is a church plant that's going to start somewhere around the uh, Dundrum area from another church in the city. So we want to have that gospel generosity to work with other churches and bless other organizations. I think that's all of them. And uh, yeah, so they're different organizations we gave to uh, this year. Okay, thanks, Steve. I know I prefer the numbers slides, but I do love that slide. Isn't it great just to see everything that we're giving to and helping and being a part of the city and, and beyond as well? So I do love that as my favorite slide. Cool. So the next question there is, is over to you guys. 
in terms of 2021, is there any more questions? Again, I've kept it quite high level, but if you've got any questions around 2021 in particular that you want to ask, please fire away anything. We'll do our best to answer. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, we're a registered charity, so you'd expect that would. I mean, the government could take it away, you know, if they're struggling, that could be one area they look to cut to, to give away, and it is a fantastic blessing for us as a church to get it. So, look, we don't see it going away, um, so we do include it in our budget in 2022, but, you know, who, know, who knows further out? I, I've no reason to think it will go away anytime soon, but you never know, so... But yeah, hopefully it'll, we'll keep going. Okay. okay, anyone else? All good? All right, great. Okay, um, so if we go on to the next one there, thanks, Steve. So now going into 2022, okay? So the budgeted income is 191K. Um, so we split that in a few ways. Regular donations, which is kind of, I guess, people that uh, obviously give on a regular, say, a monthly basis. Um, then we have one-off donations, so sometimes people, you know here for a season or want to bless or aren't part of the church or give us a donation so that's the one off um as andrew alluded to there the tax relief uh, gift day claim um so again we have that it's very generous in in the budget from the government and then the weekend away but that goes out as an expenditure so i worry less about that so what we're asking for as, as i put in the asterisks there is a 10 percent increase in giving so we think that is achievable it's only 1.7 percent as we saw in 2021 but in 2022 you know expect especially um, as we're back in person, um, that is achievable. If we look back over the years before it, we did, we, we, you know, we have achieved 20 odd percent increase in giving kind of year on year, which has been, which has been fantastic. So last year was uh, a bit of a flatter year and a lot of people kind of moved away as well. And, you know, it does take up to 12 months for people to join the church to actually start giving as well. So we kind of see that kind of delay coming through as well. So we expect, uh, I guess, income to be a little bit more positive as we go into 2022. So that's the top line numbers. Uh, if you go to the, the next one, um, it's basically the, just what I've said there, apart from the bottom bit, which I'll add is, we need a net increase of 12 givers a year. So that's one giver a month, given an average of 150. So that's obviously one more person who's joining and giving versus someone who's obviously left the church. So that's what we need across the year. So that averages out as 12 givers a year to be able to, to hit the budget for the year, okay? So if we go into the next one, it's expenditure, um, back to the pie chart. So you can see staffing, we're looking at 67%, so two-thirds again. So the only major, I guess, changes on that, um, we continue to support, you know, with the kids worker, which is fantastic. Um, we, we have Vanessa, Anola, and Maffi on staff as well. And then we have Steve budgeted in one day a week, which we moved to, you know, two and a half days going forward. So we hope that will continue. It's not an opportunity at the moment, but we'd love to have that. And so that's part of the budget, okay? We, we, we have space for that in our budget in 2022, and it'd be great to, to see Steve on board, um, you know, hopefully at some point during the year. Other things to note, the giving, again, as I said before, we aim to make it at least 10%, so we might go over that if we have if savings in other areas, which is good. And just as an aside, if you have ideas or you think there's causes or things in Dublin especially or further abroad that you'd love the church to support, then please get in contact with, you know, Steve or anyone on the, on, on the staff team, I guess, and come up with your ideas because, you know, we're always looking for, you know, people, organizations that we can help and support as well. So if you do have an idea, please do come forward with that. Um, and the last one, rent. So we do actually have space in the budget. Um, if we do have a second service at a different venue, we have a bit of space in the budget in 2022 for that as well. 
Um, again, you know, who knows, but I know this, this place is, is, um, is used in the morning, so we'd have to look at alternative venues. So we, we have added that into the budget um, in case we do need it. Okay, the next one there uh, coming on again is moving back to the table format. So it just shows you, again, how much goes on staffing, giving, they're the big ones, and rent, the three. But we do the other kind of, I won't go through them all, but, you know, there is money set aside again for leadership training, so like really investing, so on like courses, conferences, um, different books, and kind of, you know, really investing in people as well. The Sunday gathering's more about making this session kind of work um, on, on a Sunday, uh, and another cost around there, and the streaming and lights, and have it, having everything, and we've really improved that over the last couple of years, and we've had to, right, with COVID and being online, so we're in a much better position there to, 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 to fund that, so... Yeah, that, that's in a good place. So I think that's it from me. So I'm, Steve's going to do the next one. And then. Asked, and it's a good question. Uh, sort of who does what and who do we pay for doing what in the church? So just to be super clear, we have Matthew, who's currently on paternity. So he's our assistant pastor. He's full-time. Uh, Vanessa is also full-time. She's our student worker and communications and uh, operations officer. Ola, who had a time of uh, maternity, is now back three days a week and she's our discipleship and pastoral care worker and events manager. I'm on one day a week before I had my beard. Look at that picture. And uh, Rebecca is now 10 hours a month to help us organize and oversee our children's work for the year anyway. So that's who everyone is and what they do, because it's important if we're spending a lot of money on staffing, you know who they are and what their jobs are and how they help facilitate the church. So over to you, Vaughan, I think. Yep. Um, hello, everyone. Thanks for being here. Just a couple of words for me. I, I won't be too long. Um, just a couple of big picture stuff for the, for the year ahead. The first thing is we, we need your help in increasing the, the giving with about 10%. Um, so, yeah, as, as Greg mentioned, that's, that's about one person coming along, every, every, one, one, person, every, one new person giving every month. At an average, I think, of 150 euros. Um, then we, we plan to keep on giving away 10%, at least 10% of our income. Um, budgeted slightly higher, but that's, that's the aim, that, and that, that will remain the same going forward. Then you see there's quite a big rise in expenditure from about 130k to just over 190k. Um, the reasons for that is mainly staffing, um, and the other, the other item there is rent. Um, which is twofold. One is we've, we've had some savings on rent during COVID on this venue and in factoring in um, rent for a potential second venue. So that's, uh, th those are the main increases for, for the year ahead. Um, and then we'll also continue to consider Stephen Leanne and, the long, and uh, in the longer term becoming a church planting church. So those are kind of bigger picture stuff that we'll, we'll keep in mind um, going forward as we go into 2022. Um, any questions on that, or any other on anything we've discussed? Yes. Good question. So there's a few things in that, um, and actually, in my coat pocket, I've got like a Colombo-style piece of paper with it written on. Um, but I think from from memory, there's a few lines in around the kind of uh, lighthouse supporting the lighthouse, um, something around the banquet as well, and then something in there, I guess, more miscellaneous costs for anything else that comes up. So. It's grouped in social action because we've seen some costs in that area in the past, and it's something that we do want to support going forward. So, um, yeah, it's kind of those three areas uh, for now. But again, it could be an area that grows and increases, and that would be wonderful, right? So we'll see. 
Um, cool. Thank you. And second question. It's okay. Yep, great. So, Maria, sorry, for people online, Maria's question was, uh, how do we make sure during the year that we're on track in terms of income coming through, which, uh, which is a good question. So, I guess, so I, I would have done in the past like a monthly summary. So, we use an online thing called Expense Plus, which keeps us up to date, and, and Vanessa would, would provide all the details and, you know, kind of enter a lot of the information there. So, we have a month-by-month -month guide of income and expenditure. So, when I do this budget, I then split it by month. Um, and as you mentioned, so for example, a lot of the giving comes out in December, so it's not flatlined. We have to, you know, change it by month. And then month by month, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So you are right. We can, we can see if we're on track or if we're ahead or if we're behind as the year goes on. Um, and then the second thing I think to add to that is also, um, yeah, things like gift aid will move. You know, it won't always come in the month we think it will. So, yeah, we have to, be, we have to adjust for that. And also maybe kind of August, September, I might more likely come to Steve and the other budget holders and say, look, we've actually got money here left over. You know, are you going to spend this? Are you not? You know, to give us an idea of where we'll finish the year. So, yeah, we, we, we track it as we go um, month by month, I'd say. Okay. For the church's perspective, we have that six-month review where we do a vision and finance review night in, in October, September, October. So we want everyone to know where we are, tracking against what we'd budgeted, yeah. Yeah, so uh, my notes are over there, but the, yeah, the communications, there's a, there's a couple of things in there which are probably worth um, expanding on. So a lot of that would be more like the kind of booklets, pamphlets, kind of online materials that we do, um, you know, printing, so, you know, different things you see printed out today. That's more the communication. We have a separate budget for, like, sound, so all the costs for the sound and the streaming and the visuals is kept in a, in a separate one, so... Otherwise, that number would probably be quite a bit larger. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's more just to do with, you know, the, as I mentioned, the books and the online and the printing and that kind of thing. Cool. So the, the question was, what's the difference between the social action part of the budget and the support? Um, so, yeah, so the social action is, where, as I say, where we help out others. Support is more, it's the less exciting things, but it's the things like insurance, it's like the bank fees, um, and also really important things like safeguarding. You make sure we're looking after the children in the right way. So it's more like, I guess, the fixed stuff that keeps the business going. So it's more the background support kind of costs uh, that we have year, year on year. But yeah, the main three there would be the insurance, um, a little bit around the bank fees, the safeguarding, and there's a few other little bits and pieces in there. Okay. And Maria, just to say, we, did have that, we do have a care fund for anyone inside the church who needs financial help. And it can be considered through city groups particularly. We can find out the needs and mm. work out a support, yeah. Um, next thing is just how to give. We don't, um, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if, you don't, if you don't know, there are four ways to give. So the one is there's a letterbox uh, at the back where you can give donations. Then um, you can do a bank transfer. You can also set that up as a standing order. So a month, if, if, you, if you're considering becoming a regular giver, you can, you can put a standing order um, that goes out of your account automatically. Um, you can also use Revolut. I personally use Revolut, so it's similar to a standing order, but it's, it's very easy and convenient to do that. Um, the details of that, oh, sorry, uh, one last point there. If you're, if you're a taxpayer, make sure you have the, uh, we have your details so that we can claim um, the, the government relief back. Um, it helps, it's a significant help. I mean, it's about, it was almost 50K 
um, from our income was, was, was government relief. So if you're, if you're giving, make sure um, that we have your details. Um, and, oh, you can email us, or you can email Vanessa um, if, you, if you need the f for, for the form that you need to fill out to, to, uh, for us to get your details. Then next up, um, just a couple of suggestions, and this is um, partly to, 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 uh, to, get the, to get to the goal of, of raising our giving with 10%. If you're not a giver yet, um, we would encourage you to consider starting to give 50 to 200 euros a month. Um, if you're unemployed or a st student, um, start by giving 10 euros a month. These are just, these are just suggested guidelines, but um, feel, feel, you know, give as, you're, as you feel led. And then if you're an existing giver, consider potentially giving 25 euros um, more than, than what you give regularly. Um, the key thing is to, to consider, and, and it's a good time to do this you know, annually or, or six-monthly, consider your, your regular giving and, and whether you, um, you're in a position to increase that. Um, the church average is around 150 euros per, per giver, and, and that sometimes includes, a, that's sometimes a couple giving um, as, as one giver. Next up, um, main reason people don't give is just because they don't get around to it or they, they forget about it. Um, so this is kind of a, a good, good uh, reminder or a good time to think about it. But that's, that's the main reason people don't give. Next up, next slide. Um, if you're not sure how to give, um, if you want more detail on giving, you can go to the website of the church. And there's a, on, under Connect, there's a, on, in the drop-down menu there, there's more details on giving. But you can always just reach out to me directly or to Vanessa, um, and we'll be able to help you with more info. Okay, so next is a, is a guided prayer, as we think. I didn't write this, so I'm going to stand here to read it. But it's a, it's a, it's a guided prayer, um, which is very useful as we think about the future um, in terms of finances, but also the vision and, and, and the strategy of the church um, that Steve talked about earlier. So I'm going to read this, and then I'll, um, I'll pray for us in my own words. And then if you have any more questions, e either in the group or afterwards, you're welcome to come and chat to Greg, me, or, or Steve. So, a prayer as we think about the future. Disturb us, Lord, when we are too well pleased with ourselves, when our dreams have become true because we have dreamed too little, when we arrived safely because we sailed too close to the shore. Disturb us, Lord, when the abundance of things we, we possess, uh, sorry, with the abundance of things we possess, we have lost our thirst the for the water of life. Having fallen in love with life, we have ceased to dream of eternity, and in our efforts to build a new earth, we have allowed our vision of the new heaven to dim. Disturb us, Lord, to dare more boldly, to venture on wider seas when storms will show your mastery. We're losing sight of land. We shall find the stars. We ask you to push back the horizons of our hopes and to push into the future in strength, courage, hope, and love. Amen. Okay, I'm, I'm going to pray for us. Lord, thanks that we could be here together and, and discuss um, the finances of the church, Lord, and I, I thank you for Greg for, for leading this part of the church so well um, over the last number of years. And, and um, yeah, Lord, I thank you that, that he's, he's, he's set up a really good system and, and foundation um, for the church finances. Lord, and I, I pray for us going f forward in, in 2022. Will you lead us in, in terms of finances? 
Um, may that always be in support of, of your vision and your plan for, for our church here in Dublin. Um, thank you, Lord, and yeah, please, please bless the area. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Vaughan. Thanks, everyone.